0: It was the late John Lewis that once said do not get lost in the sea of despair be hopeful be optimistic our struggle is not a day a week a month or a year it is a struggle of a lifetime never be afraid to make some noise and get in good trouble. Necessary trouble. Uh, There is trouble that we get into that is not necessarily good trouble. Uh, Oftentimes when we find ourselves doing things that is contrary to what the Bible teaches us, we can find ourselves in trouble. Uh, but, But this trouble that I'm referring to today is what I can refer from Dr. John Lewis when he calls it good trouble. Because anytime you find yourself in trouble because of your stand for God, how many realize that you are in good trouble? Uh, Trouble is one thing that all people have in common. Uh, Trouble is that uninvited guest that interrupts all of our lives. Matter of fact, the Bible tells us in Job chapter 14 verse 1 that a man is born of a woman a few days and he is full of. Of trouble. All of us understand what it is to have trouble. Uh, for if you are married you understand trouble. Uh, if you have kids you understand trouble. If, if you work on a job, you understand trouble. Because trouble is a universal thing that happens to all men. Uh, Apostle Peter is, wrote this letter to the Christians that had been scattered from Jerusalem by persecution because of their faith. In Jesus Christ. Uh, Apostle Peter writes this letter to encourage those believers that that even though they find themselves in hardship, that that even though they find themselves in trial, that even though they find themselves in tribulation, that they are to keep their faith even in the midst of trouble. And my brothers and my sisters, I have to tell us this morning that we, too, will incur trouble. We, too, that if we stand fast on the word of God and hold on to godly principles, we'll find ourselves at some point or another in trouble in this life. When we think about Trouble, we understand that, that that trouble is one of those things that will come with the territory of being a believer in Christ. And so the question is this morning how do we remain faithful to God when we are in life's trouble? When when you have done everything right, when you are holding to the word of God, when you are trying to do what the Bible has instructed you to do, and you still find your life full of trouble, how do you remain faithful? I believe Apostle... Peter here gives us at least three reasons or at least three steps how we can remain faithful in life when life is full of trouble. First of all, he says that we can remain faithful in life's trouble because God knows where our trouble has scattered us. Uh, Here in verse 1, Apostle Peter says that he is an apostle of Jesus Christ, and he is writing to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, uh, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. P- P- Peter is writing this letter to people, listen, who have been ripped from their homes, who, who have been pushed out of their homelands. Who have perhaps been separated from their family by either physical force or death. He he is speaking to people who have lost their livelihood, have lost the possessions that they have in life. And Peter is telling these people, stay faithful even in life's trouble. How how hard is it to remain faithful when everything seems to be going wrong? Just just think that, 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 that if you were at home and someone knocked on your door and you opened the door and they said, We are taking your house because you believe in Jesus Christ. How how would you feel if you showed up at the store and you went to buy something and they said you cannot purchase anything here because you are a believer in Jesus Christ? Peter is writing this letter to these people who have been scattered throughout these different cities. And the principle that that we can draw from this is that regardless of where our trouble scatters us, the good news is that Jesus knows right where we are. That that, that it doesn't matter where our trouble presses us. It doesn't matter where our trouble pushes us. God knows exactly where we are. And not only does he know exactly where we are, but he has appointed a time to encourage us with his word. These people have been persecuted and scattered because of their faith. Now I would admit that, that, that for most of us 21st century Western Christians that, that, that we cannot really fathom the type of persecution that these people were under. We, we, we really cannot fathom being full of life thrown to angry lions for sport just because you believe in Jesus Christ we we really can't fathom having our homes or our possessions taken from us for no other reason but you have chosen to express your faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ on Calvary's cross. And the truth is we may not ever face this type of persecution. We may not ever be scattered in the manner in which these believers were scattered. But have you ever been scattered in your emotions? Because the truth is, life trouble can scatter you in your emotions. Health concerns can scatter you in your emotions. Family concerns can scatter you in your emotions. Financial concerns can scatter you in your emotions. How how do you know you're scattered in your emotions? You're scattered in your emotions when you think to yourself, does God even care about what I'm going through? You you are scattered in your emotions when, when you say, I just don't know what I'm going to do. You're scattered in your emotions when you feel like, is this Christian life even worth the pain that it's bringing in my life? Peter tells these believers that they have to keep their faith even though life has become difficult. And when the pressures of your life get so hard to bear, when the pressures of your life get so hard for you to stand under, Peter is telling us that we need to listen for the voice of God. When, When life pushes you into depression, you need to listen for the voice of God. When, when life tries to box you into low self-esteem, you need to listen for the voice of God. When, when life tries to push you into hatred and malice, you need to listen to the voice Of God. Because the truth is, life can press you. Life can make you feel like you are boxed in. Life has a way of turning all the lights out to where you see absolutely nothing but darkness all around you. And it's at those times. You need to listen to the voice of God. These people have been scattered in all different cities, and all different towns, but here comes a word from the Lord because God knew exactly where their trouble was going to scatter them. Not only that, Peter shows us in verse 2 that that, that we can remain faithful in life's trouble because God will increase his grace and peace to us. Peter's prayer at the end of verse 2 is that, that God would multiply his grace and peace to these believers that are experiencing life's trouble uh, we have to understand that apostle Peter was not ignorant of the trouble these people were facing he was not ignorant of the despair that they found themselves in because he was facing the same despair he, he was facing the fa- the same trouble And so he was encouraging them because he was also encouraging himself. Look here in verse 2, Apostle Peter refers to these believers as elect, uh, according to the pre-knowledge. And I'm not here to get into the finer arguments of predestination and free will because that's not what we're looking at here this morning, but but what I believe Apostle Peter wanted these people to focus on is that God had chosen them to bear his name. And because God had chosen them to bear his name, he knew exactly what would happen in all of their lives. God was not caught off guard by the trouble that these people found themselves in. He wanted them to know whether they were Jew or whether they were Gentile, that that God had chosen them for such a time as this. I'm sure Peter's encouragement of these believers would would have uh, been a shot in the arm for them, because perhaps some of them were thinking about, you know what, I was living much better Before I expressed my faith in Jesus Christ. Life was so much easier for me before I expressed my faith in Jesus Christ. And I'm sure that that now that they have heard a word from the Lord. That there was some encouragement in their life. Listen. Your trouble has not caught God off guard the problems that you face because of your stand for God the 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 trouble that you face because of the way you live your life according to the Word of God has not caught God off guard In fact, God is so much God that he is already living in every instant of your trouble, waiting for you to get there. God God is so much God that if he gives us 10 years from now, he is already 10 years from now waiting in every bit of trouble we will have, waiting for us to get there. So he can encourage us to keep our faith in him. Uh, We see this principle lived out in the life of the Hebrew boys. The Hebrew boys would not bow down to King Nebuchadnezzar when they began to play the music. And Nebuchadnezzar said, throw them in the furnace. They heated the furnace up. Ten times, seven times hotter than it had ever been heated up. And then uh, he looks in because he hadn't heard no screaming. He, he looks in and said, did not we throw three men in the flames? He says, but I see a fourth man walking around in the frame. And it looks like the son of God. Never be afraid to hold on to your faith in God. Never be afraid of the consequences that you will face because you refuse to take down what you believe about Jesus Christ. Never be afraid of the flack that you will face from others because you choose to put your faith in god because god is already waiting in your trouble god is already waiting in your trial he is already waiting in your temptation he's already waiting in your storm just to encourage you that i will never leave you nor will i forsake you He's already waiting there reminding you that he will be the provider of everything that you stand in need of Jesus warns us that in this life this Christian life we will have trouble Uh, apostle Paul echoes that when he Uh, Admonishes us that, that if we are going to live godly in Christ Jesus, that we will suffer persecution. But the good news is God will never leave us alone in our troubles. The good news is that God will always be there. Us. Apostle Paul tells us that he once took his trouble three times to God. And Apostle Paul says that God's reply to him was my grace is sufficient for whatever trouble. Whatever trouble you go through, realize God's grace to get you through it is sufficient for your trouble. We have to understand that, that, that peace is not the absence of life's trouble. But peace is knowing that your God is greater than all of your troubles. Peace is knowing that whatever comes up against you, that it's not greater than the God that you serve. Have you ever wondered why you're able to continue to move when you face trouble that caused others to quit? (laughs) Have you ever wondered how you could get yourself out of the bed every day when you know that you are facing this same storm? Have have you ever wondered why is it that, that, that you continue to go on even though the tribulation seems like it's never ending? The reason why you can continue to go on is because God has increased his grace and peace to you. The reason that you can continue to move, the reason why you can continue to push forward is because God has multiplied his grace and his peace in you. Finally and I quit. Verse 3. Apostle Peter says that we can remain faithful in life's trouble because we are established and we are created in Christ Jesus. That you can remain faithful in your life's trouble because you are created and established in Christ Jesus. Apostle Peter had encouraged these believers to remain faithful because God knew where they were in trouble. He has encouraged them that that God will multiply his grace and his peace to them while they're in trouble. Now he tells them to put their proverbial chin up because they are built God tough. He, he, He tells them to hold their head up stick their chest out and understand that, that they are built God tough. Peter tells them that they have been begotten again. In other words, he is reminding them that, that, that they have had a new spiritual birth in Christ Jesus that was completely different from their natural birth. And this new birth that they have experienced through Jesus Christ. Have given them some perks that they would never have gotten. From their natural birth. When, when we except Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our life. The Holy Spirit is made alive in us and God establishes us in his family and he creates us as a new creature for all eternity. Peter is telling these believers to hold on because they are built God strong that the material that's used to construct them is not some cheap material. That that, that the way that they are put together, the way that they are constructed is not some cheap knockoff brand material, but but that they are made with the best of the best. That, That they are created with the strongest of the strongest. That that, that the one that has constructed them is God himself. Peter is telling us that I could understand you giving up if you lived your life in your own strength. That if you live this Christian life through your strength. I can understand you giving up. That that, that if you lived your Christian life in your own strength, I could understand you throwing in the towel. That, That if you lived your Christian life in your own strength, I could understand you giving up and throwing up your hands and saying, I quit. But Peter says we are not living this life in our own strength is reminding us that that, that as believers the same strength that Jesus Christ that empowered him as he walked the streets of Galilee is the same spirit that lives in us and empowers us as believers to live for God today. The same strength, the same spirit that, 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 that resurrected Jesus on the third day is the same spirit that lives on the inside of you when you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. The same spirit that empowered Jesus is the same spirit that lives in us how many realize that jesus dealt with some life difficulties when 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 you truly love people that you know are going to betray you that's life difficulties when 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 you heal folk that 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 turn around and call for your death, that's life's difficulty. When when you pray for folk that despitefully use you, that's difficulty. But Jesus lived his life difficulty with the Spirit of God empowering him. And it's that same Spirit, my brothers and my sisters, that lives on the inside of us today. I know life is hard, I know life is tough, I know that life get difficult, but Peter says we can hold on to our faith because we are God strong. I quit when I tell you this. I uh, worked at a Christian school in Tyler, Texas, a school uh, by the name of Promise Academy. And I serve there as the Dean of Students. And so I lead in discipleship and in discipline. And so uh, when students are not doing their work, they have to come and talk to me about why they feel it's not necessary. To do their assigned work. And when they come in, I sit them down and I talk to them and I'm looking at them and I ask them the same question, why are you not doing your work? And nine times out of ten, they all have the same answer. And the answer is, it's just too difficult. It's just too hard for me to do it. And when they tell me that, I smile and I say, that's good. And they look at me and say, well, why is that good? Why is it good that the work is too hard? Why is it good that the work is too difficult? And I say, it's good because I need you to understand that God has designed you to do difficult things. That that God has created you to handle difficult situations. That that God has constructed you in such a way that, that when hard times come, you learn how to lean and depend on Him. My brothers and my sisters, God has designed you to deal with tough situations. He's designed you to deal with hardships. He's designed you to deal with storms because you understand you are built, God, tough. The reason we don't fall. The reason we don't quit. The reason we don't turn back. The reason we don't throw in the towel. It's because we realize we are built God strong. Peter tells us that we can remain faithful through life's tough times because God knows where our tough times have scattered us. And wherever our tough times have scattered us, it's not too far that God can't send us a word. He says we can remain faithful. Because God will increase His grace And this peace for us to endure difficulties. Finally, he says we can remain faithful because we are built and established in Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you for your word this morning. And Father, we pray that your word has encouraged us. We pray that your word has challenged us. But Father, most of all, we pray that your word will change us. And to the people you would have us to be. Father, help us to not be wearied in well-doing. Hold us to hold fast to our testimony of you. Help us to realize that in all of our trouble that you are greater than any trouble. Father, we thank you that you know where we are. We thank you for your multiplied peace and grace. And Father, most of all, we thank you that we are built God tough because of what Jesus Christ has done for us on Calvary's cross. So, Father, we love you and we adore you and we bless you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen.